This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I have one question as we open up hour number five of the G-Bag Nation. Why do I have a line open? At 877-881-1053, it is time now for the 6 o'clock sound off. Your one invitation of the week to compete against your fellow Tolo for who has the best take via phone call of the night. Okay. Um, there are three rules of the 6 o'clock sound off. Rule number one. You got to bring it. I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Okay, you got to sound off. Rule number two. You got 30 seconds. Rule number three, can't tell you, but if you violate it, you will hear the dial tone. Now, you can call back if you get hung up on, uh, but I can't tell you the rule. Everybody will know it once it happens, okay? Uh, And seriously, it is just a couple of lines open here, so our phones are juiced. And we want to hear what you have to say about the Cowboys game yesterday, what you think about the quarterback, the coaching staff, the game against Tampa Bay. Cowboys are favored by three. That we should we should be more confident, shouldn't we? What would a Twitter online poll say right now if you had all Cowboys fans involved? How, how many do you think they're actually going to beat beat Tampa? Is it would it be fifty fifty right now? You think? Absolutely not. Thirty seventy at best. Let's find out. At sixty forty. Let's find out at G Bag Nation. Jump onto our show Twitter account at G Bag Nation. We're going to create an Insta poll. Will the Cowboys beat Tampa in the opening round? Just vote yes or no. And uh, we will announce the results of that poll coming up here when we get to the end of the sound off. Go vote. Yes, but yes, no, that. and bleep no. Those are the the, the chances. <laughs> go and bleep no. Win against. Getting uh, real sick and tired of your attitude over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Chuck wants to believe. Of oh, course, I want to believe. We wants to desperately. Okay. Yes. No. And bleep no. I did say as of today, if I had to make a pick today, I would take the Bucks. It doesn't mean I'm going to take the Bucks later in the week. <laughs> it doesn't mean that who I am today is not going to be who I am on Friday, jerk. All right, it's a 12-minute poll. Let's jump into these phone calls. And on line one, it Piece is Travis. You're in the G-Bag Nation, Trav. Sound off like you got a pair. I got a pair. I'll tell you, I'm not worried not one bit about that game yesterday. Y'all didn't pick me for sound off of the week last week. That's fine. I don't care. If we face Tampa Bay, we ain't got to face Green Bay. They got knocked out last night. Thank you, Detroit. But I don't care if we got to face Tampa Bay, Philly, San Fran. I'm a little worried about San Fran, okay? <laughs> Everybody's worried about them. But give me a break, all right? They came out there, and Washington wanted to win that game with a fourth-string quarterback. They won it. Give it to them. But we're going to go on to the playoffs. Where's Washington going? They're going home. Thank you, Trav. That opens a line. There, there's a guy that believes right there. He voted I love yes. It. He voted yes. yes. That is a that is a resounding yes I vote here. And yes is out to an early lead with well, well, no, it's tied. It's fifty fifty. You oh, just gotta you gotta hell. add the nose and the bleep nose. And if you combine those two, then it's tied right now, fifty fifty. At no G Bag Nation, please follow us when you get there, and uh, we'll follow you right back. Line two is Mike. You're in the sound off. Mike, have at it. 
surviving Jerry Jones, I'm ready to tell my story. Listen, I'm tired of spending $150 on carne asada every Sunday to watch this Chuck E. Cheese 7-Eleven pizza team. I'm tired, brothers. That's it, man. It's a Chuck E. Cheese 7-Eleven pizza team. <laughs> that was a great line. I'm treating them like carne asada, but they're just Chuck E. Cheese pizza. <laughs> I mean, my God. Could you could you imagine being more disappointed, thinking you're going face first into the carne asada, and it ends up being the Chuck E. Cheese pizza? By the way, that's a $600 a month investment for my guy on the carne asada. Don't make fun of me, Bronx. I needed a calculator for that. <laughs> I would have, too. That does open a line at 877-881-1053, and I've never heard that insult, but I do like it a lot. Uh, Mike in, in Fort Worth, like you're in the nation. Sound off. What's up, guys? Listen here. This is what's going to Ooh, Got him. Oh, man. Hell of a call. That was a little rough. Yeah. That was a little rough. Like in Fort Worth hung up on. Yeah. yeah. That's any sort of a greeting. You know, I think you could tell by that. We, we're we doing awesome. Great. Okay. And what we're doing is a show. Yes, so everybody show. is in a great mood. We're doing awesome in broadcasting. So if you could just I go can ahead. Do $75. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm been going hard on the NFTs I lately. I really have to take a crap. A little cash poor. Uh, line four is Ash. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Have, have at it. Hey, guys. Loyal Cholo. Listen every day. I want to talk about these TCU Horned Frogs. Go. Could be the greatest Cinderella season in the history of college football. Waiting to develop right before your eyes. We're going to take those dogs. We're going to smash them. We're going to crash them. We're going to roll them into little balls of dog meat and kick their, well, you know what? And I want y'all to talk about these frogs all next week when they bring home that beautiful crystal football back to full work. I love you guys. Love Let's you too, down. man. There he goes. I love you too. Uh, that was a great call. We're going to roll them into little balls of dog meat. You remember when Bobby Boucher and the Mud Dogs went to the Booming Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> now, Woolchuck, you uh, just revealed to us yeah, that you, you need to use the restroom. Go ahead. I've been holding but that for a ahead, little while. Go ahead. You only go at home, isn't that right? Yeah, no, I'm going to wait till. I so get you'll back. hold all the way? He will hold all the I way. I mean, I'd use the ladies' room here because that's kind of what we all do. It's the cleaner restroom of the two. Oh. Very strong it, sphincter. It's after six, so I think you could get by sneaking into the ladies' restroom at this point in the evening if you need to, you know. Handle some biz, but, but the problem what, is, I'm going to be beef broth. I'm going to be booking it. It's, it's the, the beef it's broth. The soda beef bouillon. I've figured. I Runs found right out that you. that really creates That's an your issue. orange juice. Yeah. Line five is Kenny. You're in the nation. Oh. Kenny, sound off. What the hell just happened? Do what? You're what on, Kenny. Happened oh. to team morale. Oh. Mm. What happened to momentum? Jerry, Mike, can you spell morale or momentum? Or is this just hype that I've been talking about all year? What is it, Jerry? Is your team is your team blowing smoke up our tutti frutti old Rudy? Yeah. Is it feast or famine? What is it? Come on, Cowboys, kick their ass. Thank you, Kenny. You know that's uh, Kenny, who's usually in a great mood and uh, always very cordial. But you could tell right there, Kenny's had it up to here right. with these losses, yeah. and maybe with the Tolos as well. You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's all hype. You know, I don't think this is Jerry spinning tails. It's crazy how two years in a row at midseason, they look like they can play with anybody. And then by the time we're here, it's like you're having to go into denial. Like, okay, Tampa sucks, right? Sure, go ahead. Pick them if you want. Maybe the Cowboys beat Tampa. This isn't a team ready to win. They can't stop the run. They can't run. They're turning it over right and left. They're giving up big plays. This this team is average two and two in their last four games. 
I think you are what your record says it's been pretty much since the Green Bay game. And that's that's how they're arriving here in the playoffs. So, you know, I, I, I don't I don't think this is Jerry selling dreams. I think there's something weird going on where they can't sustain the quality of play. And I'm sorry, but losing Terrence Steele shouldn't do that to you. Losing Anthony Brown shouldn't do that to you. That's very normal you know, uh, uh, developments throughout an NFL season. Line six is Ismail. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Six o'clock sound off, Ismail. You have the floor, sir. All right, y'all. I'm tired of this vanilla offense. We went from Jason Garrett with that great value offense, and, and, and it's all right. Then we went with Keller Moore with that bluebell vanilla. But I want some I want some rock road. I want some Texas two-step. Give me some a little extra. I'm tired of these little curls, these little – Zeke running to the side. Give me some extra. Why does Detroit got a better offense than we do? This is getting ridiculous, y'all. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Thank you, Ishmael. Yeah, Detroit, dang, 8-1 and one the last nine games. Facts. He's ready for some Rocky Road or some Texas two-step. I, I do like the Texas two-step, but I got to tell you, whenever I get the cookie dough, I wish it was an Oreo bite. 100 buddy with me on that? Yes, I, I am above the cookie dough. I want the Oreo or I want that brown, like the brownie chunks, Ooh, you know, yeah, that you get in some chunks. of these things. I know yeah. I know Ben and Jerry do a really good brownie chunk ice cream. Uh, the half-baked one in Ooh. particular is pretty on point, but I'm with you on that one, Dawson. I like a little cookie dough. Yeah, cookie dough. You're a cookie dough guy? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like them I both. Like it too. I like them both. But from a power ranking a, standpoint, Walchuck, a man who does oh, top 10 lists all the time. Cookies and cream is, is one. You're doing the Oreo, but then would you do the fudge chunk in your ice cream before the cookie yeah, dough Yeah, I'm a chunk? big fudge fudge fan. I know you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, line seven is Sam here in the 6 o'clock sound off. Sam, what you got for us? All right, defensive-minded Ron Rivera happened to the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Monday, we're going to beat Tampa Bay 19-3 just like they beat us. And on our way to the Super Bowl, and go TCU Horn Frogs against the Georgia Bulldogs. We got it tonight. That's it. Appreciate you, Sam. Good luck uh, to your Horn Frogs, and I hope you're right. Uh, that would go a long way. I could still use a, a get right game. You know, I could still use a, a confidence boost. We're gonna game. get right against the Bucks. Yeah, Man. and Brady only sco- scores three points at home in a playoff game. Yeah, that guy stinks. I like this uh, overrated Sam idea. Hell, that Brady guy. I hope <laughs> Sam is channeling something special right <laughs> What's now. What's he he ever that? done? That Brady six <laughs> round pick. He's whack. Line eight is Ron. I think we can get five more calls in here. We only have a few more minutes, but line eight is Ron. You're in the G Bag Nation. Six o'clock sound off, Ron. What you got? Hey, I really wish I could have some confidence going into Monday's game, man, but I really can't. Over the last month, we played really poor, non-competitive football, man. I'm really sick and tired of it. I really wish that we can have a real offensive coordinator to kind of pull Dak aside and tell him he cannot make throws. You cannot make these type of throws. I wish we had a head coach, man, who can fall up into their asses, man, and uh, let these players know when you make mistakes, you're not getting back out on the field. I wish we had an organization, man, that just kind of didn't dig and zag and really wished they really uh, just copy the league and just play competitive football, man, and make good transactions, you know, for the future. But I, I don't see it. I don't see us winning on Monday. I really hate to say it. I've been a down. I've been a, uh, you know, a homer for years, man, and I just, I just don't think we're going to win on Monday. There he is, Ron. Appreciate the call. That opens the line. Uh, wishes he could have some confidence, but you know, they played poorly in the last month. I don't think it's the coaches. I know Kellen Moore doesn't always call the best game plan. There's been maybe two or three games this year where I'm like, wow, bro, what was that? Mm. I, I think you're doing all you can. The, you know, the, the 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 game plans have been pretty good. Um, if, you, if you hate the running too much, yesterday they passed more on first down. That didn't work either. How about they can't block, they can't pass protect, 
and the quarterback is still befuddled by the game plan that Denver laid out in like week nine of last year. It, it just continues to happen. And sometimes you can run the ball so well or you're up against such a bad team that you score a bunch of points or your defense gets a bunch of turnovers. They lead the league in interceptions, so they get you in field position to 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 get you some some points. But I, I don't think it's the coaches, man. I just think the players aren't good enough. Is that the coach? The one of the coaches will probably suffer for it if they go out there and lose. Yeah, it should be the offense coordinator. Well, well, and, time for something new. You know, yeah, I totally you, agree with that. And the the thing about it is, though, year seven of Dak, do you want to teach him a new offense? Yes, that's what you have to think about. Too. Yes, year seven. I mean, we talk about maybe some of the deficiencies that Dak has is. He doesn't see the defense all that well. Well, I mean, you can get similar similarities in. Same language, same approaches, but different route combinations. Yeah, I'm not scared to change. Yeah. That's yeah. not going to be a reason why I wouldn't do it. Definitely I mean, don't want to continue. And I'm willing to deal with some growing pains. Yeah, me that's too. That's what it takes. And Dak is known for being the, the workaholic guy. Like, he, yeah. he'll figure out a new offense in terms of language and stuff like Man, that. Man, I, I tell you, it's, to me, growing pains would be rough with a $40 million quarterback. Yeah, you're ready to go now. Other teams do it. You're not alone. I think you'd be okay. Okay, line nine is CJ here in the 6 o'clock sound off. CJ, what you got? Hey, guys, bear with me and follow me on this. First of all, who cares about Monday? We're supposed to be the Dallas Cowboys. We're about NFC Championship and Super Bowl. I know you got to take baby steps. I understand. Hmm. But let's go with this. How many – I love all you guys. From, from when you guys start in the morning to you guys are done at night. I'm going to assume there's about – 30 employees that are on the radio. I love you guys. And I hope we play the Powerball and win $30 billion so I can give each one of you guys a billion dollars. Because I know you have a job to do. But deep down inside, you know this team sucks, this coach sucks, this organization sucks. Tell them more. They wanted to crown him. Okay, that's your 30 seconds, CJ. Thanks for the call. I told you we got three rolls in the 6 o'clock sound off. I, you know, I think this team is slightly above average right now. I think earlier in the year they were really, really good. The head coach is is a good head coach. The OC might be around average, but I think somewhat sufficient. Appreciate the call, though. And, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe the staff does lean homerish or positive. You know, you're trying to be optimistic. But I think, unlike last year, many of us are picking a loss against Tampa. Last year, I don't think any, maybe one or two people picked San Francisco. This year, it'll it'll be overwhelming. More than fifty percent of fan hosts picking Tampa. Paul's back here on line one. Paul, sound off like you got a pair. What it do is that boy Paul the alien. Right on, buddy. Uh, what you got for us? Oh, that's right. He he did a, he did a greeting. Paul, you're gone. Oh yeah, he said Elma's <laughs> line two. Elma, sound off. <laughs> think that Cowboys are going to win. I don't think it's the coaches, to be honest. I think it's the players. I think the Buccaneers are going to get served. I think Dak is going to come and give it a good play. And I think you guys are going to go to the playoffs, even though I'm a Giants fan, but I live in a Cowboy nation, and I wish that the Cowboys beat it because they deserve it. It's been a minute. You guys have a great team. You guys have a great staff, and you guys all have a lot of benefits. You guys are number one, and I hope you guys make it all the way through. Thank you, Alma. It's a very nice Giants fan. Very nice. Go, go Big Blue. Leash, I wish yeah. Lisa Friel would have been that supportive of the Cowboys back in the day, speaking of Giants fans. And line three is Don. You're in the nation. Don, have at it. Hey, guys. Uh, the thing about it is we have a backup quarterback as our quarterback. They draft him in the fourth round for that reason. And that's all he's proven he is, is a backup quarterback. 
They're paying starter money. The coaching stuff, they're talking about communication. That comes from the coordinator and the quarterback. He's the one calling the plays. If it's poor communication, he's not getting it done. He's the problem all the way around. Donald, you're echoing the feelings of a lot of fans out there, and we appreciate you sounding off so passionately. That was a good call, uh, Don. Uh, yes, one, by the way, 54%. Uh, Don wow. brought it, said the quarterback sucks. Okay, so it is, at least on at G-Bag Nation, more than 50% of you, maybe it would be different on a different Twitter account. Is it Travis doesn't care about the game? He's confident. You know, maybe only worried about San Francisco. Mike is surviving Jerry Jones and told us his story and made a great joke about Chuck E. Cheese and 7-Eleven pizza. Uh, Mike in Fort Worth we hung up on. Ash, loyal Tolo, we're going to roll them into little balls of dog meat. <laughs> Kenny, what the hell happened to morale? Ishmael, tired of vanilla offense. Sam, all right, defensive-minded Ron Rivera happened to the Cowboys. Ron wishes he could have some confidence, doesn't. CJ, who cares about Monday? Uh, Paul hung up on. Elma, Cowboys are going to win. And Don brought it. He blamed it all on Dak. I'm going with the Chuck E. Cheese 7-Eleven pizza guy. Mike really, uh, he won the night for me with that line, uh, Chief. Yes. Doubling down on Kanye out of Mike. All right, uh, Lucius. I really want to ride with CJ because he wants us all to touch a Billy, and I really I really love that, bro. Yeah. But uh, Mike and that joke was hilarious. Carasada. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chuck, might be a clean sweep. I'm going Mike, too. He's yeah, only named awesome. I had the phone. Congratulations Mike, yeah. to Mike. That was a hell of a call. I do believe you're our first unanimous 6 o'clock sound off champion. It's time now for Two Guys, One Booth, an audio celebration of the game. Uh, we'll Chuck, Chiafalo, we'll have it for you next year on 105.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, sir. Welcome back, nation. Hope you're having a great day. National championship game now. About five, six minutes away from kickoff. They got a bunch of people on the field still. I want to go ahead and get them off, get this ball kicked. It is time, though, for... No, nah, keep them on there, man. I got to grab a sandwich and get to the house. Right? That's what you I'm know saying. what I'm saying? Yeah, what is yes. going on with this yeah. early start? Hope the lights go off for a while, like an old Super Bowl or something. Yes, <laughs> somebody make that happen for us. Things should have started at 8. Well, whatever the case, uh, it is time now for uh, a little two guys, one booth. Segment here is brought to you by Soda. That's state-of-the-art. And the Frankels, if you are hurt in an accident and it's not your fault. Don't settle for less. Call the Frankels, 214-333-3333, or go online to truckwreck.com. Here, here he is, uh, Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo. Thank you very much. Uh, as we like to do every day following a Cowboys game day, we relive some of the best sounds from Brad, Babe, Christy, maybe the pregame, the postgame, with some flubs from myself or Eric or Broadus. Hello. We're little two guys, one booth. The D.C. disaster um, <laughs> it really actually started right here. In the Metroplex during the pregame show. Oh, are you I leaking to oil? To that. Uh, I was leaking confidence, that's for sure. My gosh, I don't know what was wrong with me yesterday. I just had issue one after another, especially once we got into that final hour. I thought you were a professional. Hour. I thought I was a professional as well. I thought my best performance of the season was that Titans game. And then all of a sudden, I turn around and I just lay an egg. And it was uh, the perfect precursor to what was to come on the football field. So we got a couple of uh, lowlights for me. 
Uh, and here's the first one. This is bringing in the network hour. This is welcoming in all the, the hundreds and hundreds of cowboy radio station affiliates across the country. This is how uh, I, I brought us in. Under 60 minutes to kick off week 18. Cowboys and Commanders, the finale of the 2022 regular season in the National Football League. We're four quarters away from playoff time, but there is a lot to be decide, uh, decided mm. over the next few hours. Mm-hmm. It's, it could be something small like that, a little yeah. decided situation. Okay, now you're starting to think about things. Now you're like, oh, dear God, what's happening? And then stuff starts to go off the rails. Everything was bad, and we have an outro. Now, this outro will change. Gavin, you know this from having hosted this yourself. Uh, now, for the post game specifically, <laughs> it alternates, and sometimes you have to catch yourself. But pregame, I guess Eric uh, in the moment wasn't sure what was it, and this was his flub. And the pregame party continues as we go back to FedEx Field, and we'll get the view from the owner's box with Cowboys owner Jerry Jones next, right here. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. It's supposed to just be out. clean. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys yeah. football will continue in a moment. You hear the uh, I'm caught in the air, and it's the Dallas Cowboys the football. Dallas Cowboys football. I don't know. It's uh, the Dallas Cowboys, but they do own the football. I can tell you I don't Something feel Something was in the it. air for sure with yeah. everybody involved in that operation can yesterday. Can you smell it? 100%. Yeah. I can smell it. There's something with the Commanders as well. It. Listen to this. Listen to this Commanders <laughs> situation. This is going to turn into a nice little drop when we talk about the Washington Commanders, but this is me once again bringing a segment in and just tripping all over myself. 45 minutes to kick off Cowboys and Commander to, com, Commanders. It is the official pregame show of America's team, and we go out to FedEx Field. Just starts to snowball on you, man. Oh, I just got a text from the boss that I am having to do pregame and postgame for the wild card round. So this uh, is lovely. <laughs> that would be that would be very well deserved. We'll get some practice for baseball season coming up. Yeah, Shut yeah. your mouth. I'm, I, it's pitchers and catchers right around the corner. We're going to be there. Seas, baby. We're going to be out there for uh, spring training. Walt very Chuck quickly. will be all over it, man. Got a lot to be excited about for the Rangers. Now, Brad was not happy with some of the refs. In fact, the standards were very, very low, weren't they, Brad? It's going to really help me if the referee, at least, can keep track of the downs. That's that's the minimum we're going to ask today, clearly. Our standard is lowered today, but we'd like the referee to know how many downs it are. <laughs> so I was driving home from the pregame show, wallowing in my own uh, disdain for myself, for my poor Commander performance. Did, com- <laughs> <laughs> the Washington, the, the, well, yesterday, delicious. the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington Commander did. Played, to, played a game. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. But uh, Brad was hilarious. He really was. Er, early on, it was like he was he was mother bleeping those referees, and I, I appreciated it. I was listening to the Packer game on the way home last night, and the Westwood One announcer was like, "I wish these officials knew how to mark the ball." The whole game, and it, and it was like Mike Golick was the, and it was like, yeah, they're kind of having some trouble. No, no, Mike, more than trouble. I mean, he was, they were going on. Going in. He was going in on these officials and like, they're putting it on the 16. No, they're putting it on the 18. No, it's back to the 16. I mean, like, this is during the game. Wow. He's like, just kind of like, these officials need to get their heads Need out a of lot them. of help with the spots. A lot of help with There's the something when the, when the commanders are involved, just everything in and around them yeah. becomes inept. No, whether the it's line judge sucked yesterday. Or, the line judge was bleeping us in that game. I just yep. got to say that. I mean, with the spotting and the, the Dak got that first down late in that yep. first half. 
Cowboy. I mean, that that, that whole thing. The, the line judge. I just he want to say he dove he, for it. Just say bleep you, line judge. Yeah, he yeah. Dove. better li- better <laughs> line I judge. I didn't like that guy. Better line judge. Cowboys probably only lose by twenty yesterday. Right. Yeah. Well, right. they did lose by twenty. That line judge was less accurate than Dak, as a matter of fact. In fact, which is I, hard to do. You know, he might have had just as bad a game. <laughs> hey, I saw I saw a clip of a guy. They were doing that challenge that Dr. Pepper throw for the scholarship. Oh, I love that. And the guy missed every, and it's like Dak in the first half. Oh, jeez. <laughs> bouncing oh, off no. the. Hey, man, that ain't funny, bro. <laughs> bro, it was like 10 for 31 it at was, one point. And I'm the like, guy was so, every crap. ball was like way left, bouncing off the top of the thing. It was crazy. Not good. Uh, speaking of not good, Walchuk's face. And, and at one point, uh, early on you in the game, yourself. He, he felt, uh, he might have felt pretty confident because sacks were taking place. Third and five, snap to Howell, chased out of the pocket to his right, stops, hesitates, hit, sack. Armstrong, who just wanted every part of every play on that series, gets the sack back at around the 15. I believe that's his ninth of the year. And at that point, you might have been feeling pretty good. Well, Parsons got a half sack there. He did. A little halfy. Got a halfy. And, and Micah was getting close on a couple, unfortunately. Called out the Lance Armstrong. I just didn't <laughs> get a half a sack. And I did feel good. Only to now I'm beardless and I hate this. Depressed? I just hate all of you right now. He no, just, dude. The, the five o'clock shadow is your actually mouth. working. Just shut up. Guy. Hey, when did he have his 13th sack? At what point in the season? You tell me. I'm going to go back and look at that. Yeah, I think it was actually. Uh, the Jags game? It wasn't the Jags game. I f- I f- Before that? I don't even know. <laughs> he had 13 sacks. He by was like sitting at 13 for a while. All right, let's go to Brad and Babe. Let me count that up. They had some interesting words for the Cowboys offense. How, Jack's game. How would you guys, was it the Jags game? Yeah. How would you guys describe, good on you there, Brian. How would you guys describe the Cowboys offense? This was Brad and Babe, and I think they do a perfect job. Well, the Dallas offense, how can we describe them? However you want, Brad. You let's have the use, better vocabulary. Let's use, these, <laughs> let's use the following glowing terms to describe the Cowboys offense today. Now that's cold. Silence. <laughs> Ten, three, and outs. Ten. It was putrid. They got uh, a comedy act going sometimes between those two. Dude, I Fantastic love it. Fantastic chemistry. I really, really love it's it. Two old Muppets from the <laughs> two old Muppets up there in the balcony. Yeah, yes. yeah that's those guys. I say that respectfully when I say old. <laughs> uh, let's get to our old. Babe Laufenberg uh, alleging that he would be a pro bowler had he had this accommodation. Hey, one thing that's helping Howell and, and help Baker Mayfield, remember he had two days to play, and Joshua Dobbs last week, that speaker in the helmet. I cannot overemphasize how much that makes it easier for these quarterbacks that, you know, ma- making their first start, second start. You'd have been a pro bowler if you'd had that. I might have been. Tell you what, I would have had a very sophisticated sound system. You know, I love music. So I mine do. would have been I like do. a really nice in, in, in Bob Dylan's voice. <laughs> Bobby D. Uh, I bet he would have. I, I bet Babe would have been fantastic if he had have had that. He would have been getting all the calls from the OC. Mm-hmm. He would have been uh, able to see the defense, give him all the cues, up to 15 seconds for the play clock. It would have been great. Could have been one of the one of the great ones. We got speaking of adjectives, uh, here's Brad giving some more. Pumps, looks, points, pumps, runs, out of bounds, well <laughs> short of the first down. <laughs> <laughs> Another third in a million. They get one yard, and they'll be punting once again. That was the story of the game right there. Really was. Oh, uh, do we We all want to know why Dak is playing so bad. Well, Brad is here to tell us why. Wow, that was a, re- that was that a, bad. Was a really bad <laughs> series. And a really bad throw there. 
I mean, Dak has time to throw the ball. He just kind of puts this one into the ground. Boy, I hope he couldn't sleep last night and he was he was up late watching something on HBO. You know, I hope. I mean, this is just this Dak, is not who he is. Yeah. Huh? Is that like soft core? <laughs> A little yeah. Lorna action. I, I, I wonder, yeah. <laughs> what was the explanation for you being off your game, Chief? Was it was it a hangover? Uh, no, uh, Baby you know, number four? We did do we did have some oh, cocktails yeah. on Saturday night, but we kept it simple. We kept it kosher. I, I don't know what it was, man. I was just I was off my game from the start and I'm gonna have to identify Was it, it. the question to Julie Donaldson that you what was the question you oh, asked? Oh, I missed the Julie the Julie interview. That was right out of the gate. Maybe that was. That could have been the genesis. Kind of off. The open of the show. The open of the pregame we show. We go immediately to to the to the Washington. Yeah, announcers. we go behind enemy yeah. lines to start the game. Julie Donaldson. And I guess my first question to her after we exchanged pleasantries was, is Ron Rivera certain that today is the final game of the season for Washington? <laughs> and she was a little bit, like you could tell, it kind of, it, it, it stunned her a little bit. Oh, and then, it's a uh, rude. and then may, maybe it came across rude at first, and then she recovered. But maybe I never did. That might have been. That might have been it. That might have been. Well, it. I have a new drinking. Theory. I have a new drinking game. I make you. fun of Ron Rivera, and then I end up paying the price. That's that's the karma I deserved yesterday. I give alt. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> he just told me to go bleep myself in Yiddish. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should I dump that? No, no, that's totally. No, he whispered it just low enough. FCC approved. Okay, right, nobody brothers? heard. We're all good. Uh, babe, who are you? I like it when they say we got to get back to who we are. Who are they? It's like a Clint Eastwood movie, right? Who are you? You, you, you guys think that was funny? I didn't uh, get the reference. I didn't Me either. either. Yeah. I was thinking. I was hoping you guys would. My dad would get that reference. Like that, my dad's driving around listening. He hears Clint Eastwood. He starts pitching a tent, and then he just starts relating to anything that, that is, is said next. Was that one of like uh, what was the? He won an Academy Award here recently. Is that one of those things where he was the neighbor or that he was the kid? No, that wasn't Gran Torino. Gran Torino. That's no. what I was kind of thinking. No, of. that Maybe. wasn't from Gran Torino. Okay. No. Good, bad, and the ugly? I don't know. Yeah, Outlaw Josie Wales. I know all those. Uh, and it sure wasn't for Million Dollar Baby either. No. But High Plains Drifter. Shout out to Larry yes. Flores. Was it High Plains oh, Drifter? Yes, that's it. Nice. Yes. Yes. Hell yes. Lucy's yes. nose. Yes. Well, I wouldn't remember until he said it. Then that. Obviously, it but it all, clicked. It all that's clicked what we need. Who are you? Yeah. That's yeah. knowing your teammates yeah. right there, boys. It's, it's Oh, it's my turn. It's your turn. That's Speaking knowing none, it's your turn. Thank you so much. <laughs> wow. It continues. Here's a... Uh, Son uh, of a B. Brad Chen medical, <laughs> <laughs> medical degree. Yeah, J. Ron Kirst was taking a, taken immediately to the blue medical tent. He's undergoing a cognitive evaluation from Dr. Bob Fowler and the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant. I can tell you how that evaluation is coming out. You're done for the day. Where did your medical degree come from, Brad? I'm sorry. <laughs> from, from the University of the Playoffs or next week. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Inside handoff. That's very true, well and done, he was right. Man. It's really strong. Now let's keep, you know, Deron Bland, and uh, it's good to know that he's okay. He is okay. He's going to be good to go, and that's very, very important. They're going to need him. Now, uh, Snickers. First off, they have great commercials, but I want you to pay attention to how excited Brad Sham gets when uh, the term Snickers is uttered here. Sam Howell, to me, is a little bit more talented Taylor Heineke. Now, I don't know that he's going to have the success that Heineke has had, and Heineke has had some success, so you can keep the Snickers to yourself there. But uh, Did they have if, Snickers out there? No. <laughs> if they did, let's have one. Brad's ready, man. Do they have Snickers out there? <laughs> I do wonder what type of eating accommodations Brad gets on the road because at AT&T it's a, it's a full-on sushi spread like we know, yeah, but I, I on the road is it just uh, 
maybe well, he's lucky to get a Snickers. lunches, and then yeah. there was a carving board and lobster mac and cheese, apparently, yesterday. Yeah, Bobby, we learned this morning, Bobby hates lobster mac and cheese. Well, he doesn't like seafood. Yeah, anything that's in the water. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. also strange. Yeah. He was totally against it. It was a nice segment they had this morning about Bobby's bad eating habits. God, I hate that guy. Okay, uh, let's close it down with Christy Scales giving a little uh, update and explanation on Zeke and and how he's carrying the football. Called to the sideline and Christy Scales. Yeah, that's exactly right. I'm kind of surprised he held on to it. It's literally like he was holding it, like he was uh, bringing a six-pack into the stadium there, but he was able to gather it in just before he got hit. And Eric, I'm sure it was his six-pack of Miller Lite. Absolutely right. was. Well, yeah. My initial thought was, what does Zeke know about a six-pack? But then I realized it was a beer reference. And I was like, oh, probably knows plenty. Well, the Miller High Life. Miller High Life, baby. That's right. There it is. That's uh, Two Guys, One Booth. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, every every Monday here in the G-Bag Nation, following a Cowboys game, of course, next week it's going to have to be on a Tuesday. We'll cross-talk with the Get Right, see what they have cooking for you next in the nation. Thank you, Lucius. And uh, welcome back. G-Bag Nationals, thanks for making us part of your day. Salute to Zach Wolchuk for pulling off the shaved face bet. Uh, Walt the Barber, a.k.a. The Advocate, a.k.a. at Boss Playa 88, was uh, in the show for the second day in a row. Actually, he joined us Friday on remote at Rally House, and today he was up here in studio and took Zach's beard off. How long had it been, Wolchuk, since uh, you had that beard? Birth? Think 2016. Okay, it's a pretty good run. Yeah. Six, seven years. Do people say you look more like your mom or your dad? Because just from an outsider perspective, I say your mom. Probably my mom. But when I do see pictures of my dad when he was younger, I do look quite a bit like him. Give vibes? Yeah. So you were about 24 years old when you decided to go with the beard? I uh, no, you were 13. So I had huh. I had, had to shave it. It looks good. It looks like he'd been growing one since he was sophomore no, year I, of high school. I had it when I was interning uh, with you guys in 16. Yeah, but, that. For um, his 10th birthday, he, he got his first razor. Exactly. Yeah, I had it off and on. Like from 2014, I had grown it. But then I had to shave it when I went back to Chick-fil-A. Oh, that's right. So, you know, it, it had come in spurts. But I didn't. I hadn't shaved it completely since 2016. I mean, you have a, a dark shadow on your face Right now, so it'll be back next week. I'm hoping. I oh, mean, yeah. this is not like Peyton Russell. No, Peyton Russell with struggles with yeah. the mustache. Well, and, and supposedly Walt yeah. massaged my face with this coconut oil stuff that he said will make it grow back with a vengeance. Very nice. So I'm I'm hoping for a nice a nice thick he thick B. He he's no longer a the Willie Bully. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say something girthy else, beard, but, yeah. girthy yeah. beard. Yeah, he is. He is. He's not woolly at all right now. But the good mm-hmm. news is, with your soda weigh-in coming in on Saturday, you should be down seven, eight pounds right now. You think so? Oh yeah, yeah. That's that, good. That was the uh, the quickest way to get you under your goal weight. I need I think. that because I didn't okay. have a okay. getaway. Okay, so I'm looking around the room, and I haven't seen you guys since last week, right? Happy New Year. So here's <laughs> yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year since last year. Since last year. So here's Wolchuk with a lot of face. Gavin Dawson, you hair. have no hair. No, no hair. It's like you've got the beard. He's beardless. And again, I've saw you down close to that in 2014. Yeah, that's a good look for you because you got the right shaped head. Everybody can't pull a bald head off. Yeah, I was a little bit worried, not about the shape of the head, but about some acne up there. But uh, when the hair came off, I was no, relieved. You're, you're to, good. Yeah, I got a nice. Uh, I I did try to get a tan uh, uh, over that the helps. weekend. The, the pale it does it does look weird. But you know what? I don't I don't mind this. 
And but, I don't think Woolchuck should mind his either. That's an no. alternate look for you. you it's know, alternate. You, you know now if you got a big wedding or your mom wants a family picture or something, you can go beardless and look great, buddy. Create yeah. that versatility. Yeah. Fantastic. And, I look like a sex pistol again. That's since, right. we, since we got all the steps of the photos, he knows that he can, if he wants to go mustache, he can do that. Yes. If he wants oh, to go mustache and chops, that's true. Yes. he can do that. Western mustache was a really good look with with, with the longer stash and then the Fu Man yeah. right there. That yeah. looked like Wyatt Earp or you something. You guys were into that. Yeah. What would the odds be that the former nosebleeds would be beardless at the same time? Oh, oh, gosh, one in a billion, maybe? It's yeah. like Leicester City winning the Premier League. <laughs> 5,000 to one. Yeah, That's you guys are crazier than TCU playing in a national championship right now. <laughs> Why are you playing? There you go. <laughs> okay, so CA, you're, you are you got the broadcast tonight, 8 to 11, and KG's going to be here before too long. Yes, he is. And uh, Brad Sham and Leighton Vanderesh are coming up in the Cowboys hour from mm-hmm. 7 to 8, and then you guys will be on for three hours. So. Do you have stuff to uh, timestamp here for us? Yes, we do. Now, you know we're going to talk about the Cowboys and what the hell was that yesterday. But more importantly, uh, you know this TCU game is going on. There are a lot of people who cannot prop in front of a TV. They're not at a bar. They're not at the house. They're not with their friends. They're out working. They're out driving about. And they don't want to hear the whole game. But they need the updates. We will update them, including a special halftime guest from the stadium Channel 8's own Joe Trahan will join us with oh. an update from the press box. Love Joe. A halftime performance halftime from Joe performance Trahan? From Joe Trahan. We had Nui Scruggs on yesterday. And Yo, he, Joe is a bleeder he's himself. He's killing it out there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nui was working out there. And Nui, Nui had all kinds of great stories. And Joe Trahan as well. So we'll we'll keep the vibe for the TCU at heart. The I think a lot of people in Texas, they might not have went to TCU. They might. But here's the thing about TCU. It's not like a school that you hated. Maybe no. Baylor people at the most. But mo- is they're, they're benign. You follow what I'm saying? They're not some dominant team that you just hate all the time. Mm-hmm. And also, they're not a team that they build up your expectation and then they break your heart. So this season, this Cinderella season that they're having, this is easy to pull for this team because you're like, give them theirs. They haven't won a national championship since 1938. And here they are. Nobody saw it coming. And so you just get this is college football. This is not the pros. This is you can you can analyze this. You can do the 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 uh, analytics and say, well, there's no reason that I don't believe. No, it's not even about that. It's about here are these guys and a lot of them from this area that went to TCU, this small school. Yeah, that's playing with the big boys. The other part of the equation is Georgia's already won one. You follow me? Yeah. You can't say, well, Georgia hadn't been here. No, Georgia won theirs last year. I pulled for Georgia last year because I can't stand Alabama. But here's the other thing I can't stand, the SEC. Mm. So are you going to pull for the dominant conference, Georgia, who have already won theirs? Now, I, I, I pulled for Georgia all year long because I was liking them and I didn't. I don't like Alabama. Yeah. Well, they've already got their national championship. It makes well, total sense to me, Chris. As an Oklahoma man, though, mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you get into the SEC? Hate Alabama even more. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna but hate, you're gonna like the SEC, but are you gonna like the SEC? Not necessarily. Okay, and the reason I say not necessarily because it's got. Is that grow because on. you missed the Big Eight? Do miss do miss the Big Eight? When <laughs> I was in college at Oklahoma, they were in the Big Eight. <laughs> but but back to TCU again. You missed yeah. those Colorado games, huh? Oh, those Col- Nebraska <laughs> Patrick games. Mahomes, the, the Nebraska, Nebraska game was the matchup. Yeah. Yeah. This, is, this, this is a dilemma that many college football fans have, and mm-hmm. I I see it the way you see it. 
You yeah. know, like unless there's a really bad rivalry. Exactly. You know, but it, there's very few fans that I, I think would have animosity built up towards TCU. Right. I think TCU makes this kind of like the outlier of this. I can understand yeah. a lot of people, you know, if it was Texas or Oklahoma saying like, well, bleep, sure. bleep that. You know, not, I don't care. But because it's TCU and maybe Baylor fans. That's feel the only group I can think Because of. there is definitely a big time Baylor TCU rivalry. Since 1899. I Absolutely. And they've played a lot of really competitive close mm. games over the years. Well, if you want to see a competitive and close game tonight and you're in the car, you might want to uh, step on it, okay? TCU went uh, three and out. Three and out. With more flags than I've ever seen on a single play at any level of football. Yeah. And Seven then, and, and, and then, and then Georgia, ten. like every time they snap it, they're getting between 10 and 20 yards right now. Yeah, that, uh, Bowers, the tight end we're talking about, he's already got two catches for like 30-something yards. Yeah, they have to figure out a way to yeah. That guy is a beast. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with Ferguson and Hendershot, oh, but tackle. if he's, he's only available. a sophomore, that guy's wow. a sophomore. Okay, so yeah. you have, yeah. have a, a yeah. year but or so before he's available. Darnell Washington, who I don't believe is playing. Yeah, he's number playing. zero, no, he Gavin. Is, yeah, he is. is he, is he yeah. out there? Yeah, he is like a, he's a 275-pound tight yeah, end for buddy. them. That dude's a stud, but there's a lot of really good tight ends in this class. I love yeah. Kincaid out of Utah. Yeah. He's one of my favorite players we've gotten to watch so far. CA, mm-hmm. uh, obviously we've talked a lot of Cowboys today as, as well. What do you think has gone wrong, or has something gone wrong here in the last month or, or two months? Um, Brad Shan was on this morning, and I was actually tweeting. This is the only tweet I tweeted during the game. They played so poorly yesterday. Oh, oh Georgia just scored? Walk in. Stetson Bennett with yeah. the old okey-doke. Yeah. One thing about college football, most games – Last 10 years been high scoring affairs. They can go any kind of way. Yeah. Last weekend in particular, that showed you that anything can happen. So some teams scoring first early doesn't mean anything. Because Until it's a four-score game, it's anybody's game. There you go. That's yeah. it. Well, because there's and these games are so long, you yeah. have every opportunity to come back in them. Which is probably why they kicked off at 645. It probably ended at 11 o'clock tonight. Yeah. I'm just That's talking a good how point. long they go. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Could easily with the longer breaks and everything. Exactly. Time, but back to it. the Cowboys, I tweeted about this. I said... It seemed like they dumbed down the offense for this game. And then Brad Sham was on with uh, with uh, Sean and RJ and Bobby, and he said if you looked at what they were doing, because I was like, this doesn't – they don't seem to be trying to really respond, except for just before the half when Dak went for it and then, you know, they wind up throwing a touchdown past C.D. Lamb. I was like, they're not doing anything. They're not showing their hand. They're basic. And Brad was breaking it down saying his opinion is – they had a game plan going in that they were going to keep it simple and they were just going to run some stuff and maybe try a few things, but basically just keep it simple, simple, vanilla, get in and get out. But then it blew up in their face, starting with the punt, you know, with the yeah. anger fumbling the punt, which has never happened in his life. And he, Brad said he had to blame Babe Bloffenberg because Babe asked him about it before the game. He said he had never done it in his life before the game, and then it happens. So you go from there and they still kept sticking with this oh, we're not going to do anything different. We're not going to do anything beyond just show up and our basic stuff, and maybe this thing will work. And it didn't, and it got worse and worse and worse, and they just fell on their face. It, it, it just kind of – their basic game plan, they never changed it because they knew the game meant nothing. And as you could see, by, and they were keeping up with the score. So Brad said the coaches were keeping up with the score. They knew Philadelphia was winning the, their game. So there was no need to turn it on. But his theory, and I'm going – because I was watching this game, I was like – they're not doing anything to quote unquote adjust. They're not doing anything. And so they said, we're going to do our basics. 
and the basics weren't good enough to win the game. It was ugly. Well, we know on the defensive side, because Dan Quinn talked about it earlier, they were doing stuff with players in the game that were more just finding out if they could work in different schemes for trying the playoffs. Trying stuff out as compared to trying to maximize their chances against Washington. Of course, Brian Broaddus is the only Cowboys media member that gets access to the film on Cowboys Monday. He took a look at that today, Brian. You see anything in that regard? Yeah, I mean, I was just because they played three different corners, three different left corners hmm. in that game, and then you started to see Luke Gifford and guys like that play. Even yeah. when the game was like 13-6, to seven, thirteen to six, you know, you're kind of – it was one of those, well, do you want to win or do you not want to win kind of moments, but – DQ was doing stuff on, you know, but the thing you, the thing that you wanted to see was the Cowboys talked about the ability. Mike McCarthy with Brad Sham in the pregame was talking about, we'd like to come out and try and run the football. You couldn't do that. No, not against you Washington. Couldn't do that at all. Not against that line. So, you know, I think there were some things the offense wanted to do and the defense was more interested in like, we got to figure some of these things out before we play Tampa Bay or whoever this week. Mm-hmm. And they, they went on that mission and, the offense. I, I haven't seen the quarterback play that bad. So, well, the Houston game was the first great. game of the year. Yeah, Houston game wasn't great for him throwing the ball until the last two minutes of the game, and then also then that that first game of the year was he was just really really bad. Yeah, there's more than enough. Uh, I think to give even the most strident Cowboys fan a, a little bit of anxiety about this game coming up against Tampa. But sure. Vegas does have the Cowboys installed as a three point favorite, and they are really good at this stuff. They sure are. Tampa wasn't trying yesterday, were they? No, their game got to 10-10, and then right before, and they pulled they pulled Brady then. and Yeah, yeah they and, tried for like roughly the first half. Yeah, first half. They went 10-10, and then they pulled everybody. I don't think that the runner even played at all, if I'm, I'm mistaken. Burnett. About I don't think he, I, I looked up one time, and he was sitting on the sidelines, uniform on, but no oh, no tape or anything mm. on his arm. Yeah, I'm more worried about, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about it, will Michael. be Rashad White. Oh, Rashad White, yeah. Uh, out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. And and that's a matchup. You know, hopefully you get Leighton Vander Esch back, but I think we're noticing you, you, teams might be able to expose Damone Clark in coverage. Yeah, he's, and I'm hoping that, that things will come back to being more normal for him with Vander Esch back in the game. I think Vander Esch helps him helps him with where to line up, where to be, where to fit. But you're right, the route that they scored on the first touchdown that they that they they're able to have, that was really that was poor on on his part. They're playing three underneath and he's got to he's got to carry that guy and he just didn't do it. Is the best pick for G-Bag Survivor if we want to avoid a payoff? Is it Bills against Dolphins? Is it Niners against Seahawks? Now, the teams reset, Buccaneers right? First Cowboys. Right, right. We right, can right. pick new teams Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's reset. Okay. Uh, I, both I of those, those are surefire. I go Bills, Dolphins. CA, by the way, one of the payoffs is the Chris Arnold vacation where you do a show shirtless with suntan lotion on your face. <laughs> on your nose. Zinc. You got the yeah. zinc oxide. And you got to take a selfie every that hour. That looks like the old uh, uh, Oxnard days back in the day when I made that lasagna. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was getting yeah, the house. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's channeling the uh, the family vacation. What was the last one you and the family oh, went yeah, to? We like went a to beach St. Thomas. St. Oh, Thomas. Right. That was yeah, a, beautiful a couple vacation. of years ago. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.